Good morning. Good morning. Well, again, we gather around the Word of Sacrament to be fed and nourished as God's people. We are now in the season of Epiphany. Jesus has been revealed. The good news of God has come down. And now we are walking with Jesus and his disciples as they and go forward with Jesus Christ. And so today we will hear more about that. We follow divine service setting one. We begin with the Lord.
Christ. We make a beginning in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us then confess our sins to God. Most merciful God, we confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. We have sinned against you with God, word and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserve your present and eternal punishment. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Almighty God in his mercy has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all your sins. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And now we turn to the intro for the day, which is in our bulletin, and there we read this one. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable, acceptable in your sight. The heavens declare the glory of God. Day to day pours out speech. There is no speech, nor are there words. Their measuring line goes out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, it is now, and will be. We continue with the Kyrie. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord.
Thank you. 
is the Gospel of St. John, chapter 1, beginning at verse 29. And here we hear of John calling Jesus the Lamb of God, and Jesus calling his first disciples. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one I meant when I said, A man who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but the reason I came baptizing with water was that he might be revealed to Israel. Then John gave this testimony. I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. I would not have known him except that the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, The man whom you see the Spirit come down and remain is he who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I testify, this is the Son of God. The next day, John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. Then the two disciples, when the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning around, Jesus saw them following and asked, What do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying, and spent that day with him. It was about the tenth hour. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had to say and who followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, We have found the Messiah, that is the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. This is and now we continue with the sermon
grace, mercy, and peace from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God that I share with you is our gospel lesson for today. And again, I ask you to pray with me. Lord, thank you for sending your Son into our world to take our sin and be our Savior. Continue to help us follow him. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of Christ our Savior. Amen. In a lot of ways, our gospel lesson doesn't really, or at least if you read it and respond, you don't hear what John is saying. Our lesson starts with John saying, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. It's a wonderful statement and it's so true. But as we read it, it sometimes we just, we just run through it. I can only imagine the excitement that John had when he knew who Jesus was. When he saw the next day Jesus coming toward him, he said, it wasn't, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. No, it was, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He was so excited because this is the Savior that he was sent to proclaim to all the world. He was the one who was sent to tell everybody that this is him. He's here. I can only imagine John's excitement. He wasn't just sort of, no, well, yeah, okay, this is Jesus. That's fine. No. This was such an exciting thing for him to proclaim to the, the, all who were around him that this is the Son of God who has come to take away the sin of the world, your sin and my sin. Yes, he wanted everybody to know. He wanted everybody to hear. He wanted to, everybody to know that God had sent his Son into the world for them that he has come to take away their sin. Yes, this was his wonderful message that he had, and he wasn't just sort of taking it, oh, well, yep, this is it. I'll just, it's sort of like, a young man or a young woman, a teenager, comes home and they just asked, the young man has just asked the young lady who has been the idol of his eye to go out on a date. And he comes home and says, oh yeah, I asked Susie to go to the show tonight. No, I don't think so. It's not gonna be that humdrum and that easy. No, it's gonna be the excitement of, of saying, Mom, Dad, she said yes. And the young lady comes home, if she really likes this young fella and wants to him to like her, she probably comes home and does the same thing. Mom, he asked me to the show. It wasn't, yeah, he asked me to the show. I don't think so. Is that how it was, Lois? <laughs> That's my wife. <laughs> it wasn't that humdrum or that, oh well. And the same thing is true with John. 
This wasn't just, oh well, that's just one of the everyday kind of things that happens. Yep, this is Jesus. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. No. This is the Lamb of God. And that's what I'm telling you today again. He is the Lamb of God who does take away the sin of the world, your sin and my sin. And like John wanted the whole world to know, so God wants us to say the same thing. Yes, God wants the world to know all about this. John was told to watch for the Spirit. And when he saw the dove rest on Jesus, he knew that was what God had meant. This was the sign and the symbol of God's sending his Son into our world. And John knew the Christ and then used his knowledge to help others to see and believe. As we've heard when John was baptizing earlier at the Jordan, he wasn't sort of a meek guy, I guess. He was sort of rough. He wore camel's hair fur for a coat and had a leather belt around his waist. He was not a sophisticated sort of guy. And I, as I've read the words that are spoken about his baptizing there at the Jordan, he was not one who kept things back, shall I say. As he said to the scribes and Pharisees, you brood of vipers, who told you to come out here and get baptized? Now, he really nailed it. John wanted the whole world to know of God's great gift of love. That's why we're saying it again today. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, has come to go to Jerusalem in the cross, to suffer and die and pay for our sins, and then on the third day be raised again. Yes, he had a lot to proclaim and a lot to share. And then it goes on in our text and it says, the next day John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, look, the Lamb of God. And he didn't just say it sort of mildly or matter-of-factly because what happens? When the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Now John must have had a little emphasis connected up to what he was saying or his two disciples said, okay, sure, right, mm -hmm, bye. No, John said again, look, the Lamb of God. And the disciples said, oh, I'm adding something here, obviously, but I can just imagine their reaction to what John said was such that it got them to follow Jesus. They followed him and Jesus turning around said to them, what do you want? And they said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying and spent the day with him. The next day, you know, John saw that Jesus and said it, and the disciples followed. 
And before we listen to any response to Jesus, let's think about how we might respond ourselves to his question, what do you want? Jesus' question bears repeating for everyone who follows him today. What do you want? Do you want help coping with daily burdens? Do you want life made easy? Do you want to know how to shape up your life? Do you want forgiveness of sins and eternal life? What do you want with Jesus? If you have preconceived notions, you might be disappointed because Jesus came for but one reason. He came that you might have life and have it abundantly, that you might have the forgiveness of sins, life and salvation. This was what he came for and this is what he accomplished. These two disciples wanted to stay with Jesus and learn from him and get from him what he had to offer them. They came because John had identified Jesus as the Lamb of God. They wanted to be with the Lamb of God and get to know him. And so should we. May we continue to follow him and know him every day. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away our sin and is our Savior. May he continue to do that for us. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord for sending your son into the world, for sending John to be the forerunner and proclaim boldly and loudly, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. May he continue to keep us in this faith and to give us the joy of knowing him and your love for us every day. In Jesus' name we pray. And now may the peace of God that goes far beyond our human understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he comes again. Amen. And now we rise and join in confessing our Christian faith to God and to one another in the words of the Nicene Creed on page 158 and also on the back cover of our hymnal. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, being not made. One Father, things were made, being of one substance, patient, from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshiped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. We continue in prayer.
We remember in our prayers loved ones and friends, Jack, Jim, Gabby, Christy, Marge, Peg, Kirk, Stan, Harriet, Marilyn, Mike, Annabelle, Ken, Carl, Kathy Ann, Jean, and all others who we are thinking about and praying about today. Oh Lord, let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, for you are our rock and our redeemer. Answer us according to your promises and for the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Merciful God, you formed your son in the womb of your servant Mary to be a light for the nations. Preserve that light among your people. Gather us around your word and sacraments, enlighten and strengthen us by your grace and bread that we might reflect the light of Christ to all those around us. God of glory, the heavens declare your handiwork, and each day and night testify to your majesty. Bless all teachers and students that in their explorations of the arts and sciences, they may see your creativity and glorify you. Almighty God, you watched over the tribes of Jacob, providing them both daily bread and redemption in abundant, in abundant measure. Watch over our homes of your people. Bless them with all that they need for this body and life, and preserve them in glad confidence that Christ is their strength and their salvation. Holy God, your Son consented to be the servant of rulers and to be abhorred by the nation so that he might redeem the world. Fortify all in authority with courage and wisdom to govern justly and cumulative penitent hearts among them so that they may gladly prostrate themselves before their Redeemer on the last day. Holy God, your Son became the Lamb of God to take away all our sins and infirmities by his death and resurrection. Remember all who are in need of your help and healing, those we have named and those who are on our hearts. Deliver them according to your merciful will, Guide and direct and strengthen those who bring healing and comfort to them, using the gifts and talents you have given them to bring comfort and peace. Lord God, John the Baptist first revealed your incarnate Son as the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world and foretold his victory over sin by the sacrifice of his body and blood on the cross. Prepare the hearts of all who receive that same body and blood of your resurrected Savior and our Lord this day, that we would welcome him in repentance and faith. Grant that we, who have celebrated the incarnation of our Lord Jesus Christ, may die to sin and rise to newness of life, that we may treasure up and ponder in our hearts the Christ announced by your forerunner, John the Baptist. Through the same, Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And our offerings are, we are not passing the offering plate at this time, and so there are offering plates at the back of the church where you may place your offerings at the close of the service. And now we prepare for the service of the sacrament.
continue on page 160. The Lord be with you.
true body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Strengthen and preserve you life everlasting. Depart in his peace and joy. Now may this true body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you life everlasting, departing his peace.
now may this true body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you unto life everlasting. Depart in his peace. and join in singing the post-communion canticle.